Welcome to Job Space. This podcast is simply designed to give you information on how to get a job. In these difficult times, and as we move into a recovery, what could be more helpful than this podcast? During the sessions, I will happily look at individual CVs that you send to me and answer your questions. Come on, let's get the economy moving again. Let's help you find what you are looking for. As luck would have it, I'm also a professional coach. So if you find that you have unexpectedly been forced to change career direction and are looking for new ways to survive, I will do everything in my power to help you and support you. My name is Julie Gregg and I am from jgabrielconsulting.com.au. There will be a link to my website on this page and my contact email address, which is julie at jgabrielconsulting.com.au. I have 25 years experience as a recruiter and recruitment consultant for state and federal government departments in Australia, down under. I am an expert in the field of recruiting and I can see some obvious mistakes people are making when they come for a job, which I wanted to share with you. Not all of you will be going for jobs in government where there are extra things that you have to do when you apply. But what I'm about to tell you, I believe, applies to any job. In this day and age, it's even more important that you get focused on what you want in a job and and then go for it. In these early post-COVID days, I'm finding that organisations are scrutinising job applications and CVs more closely and whittling down their list of interviewees to smaller numbers. It's more competitive and budgets may be more limited. But that does not mean you cannot get a job. In fact, as the recovery takes place, there may be many opportunities for employment in the coming months and years. You may have lost your way during COVID, lost your job and career direction, but if you feel you are ready, it may be time to get off the couch and on the front foot. And don't worry if you don't get a job the first time. Some of you may not feel ready to get out there again. If you can, Take the time to rest and recover before you make your next job move. So for today, if you do want to get it right as soon as possible, here are some some important tips for maximising your chances of getting the right job. Firstly, set an intention or goal about the job that you want. It might sound a bit out there, but it's actually pretty important because it's about getting focused on what you really want. What's the title of your preferred job? What would you do in the role? How much money would you like to make? What sort of people would you like to work with? Does the organisation have a healthy culture, for example? Is the location right and meets your personal arrangements? Does the overall organisation have the same outlook on life as your own? Goal setting gets you focused on what you are looking for. It may be a dream job or it may be just a regular job, but it's time to get focused. 
You might get the right job, or so you think, but hate the people because you didn't investigate the culture beforehand. Write down exactly what you want in a job. It somehow galvanizes your goal, makes it more real, and points you in the right direction. Research is a major key in terms of getting that job and ensuring it matches your needs. If you're not focused, you're wasting everybody's time, including your own, going for everything and anything in the job market without thinking about it beforehand. Maybe it gets the momentum going and you feel you are doing something, but you need to get focused as well. Many of you put in an application for a job, remotely hoping that you will get an interview, sitting somewhere waiting for the phone to ring and wait and wait. Don't treat it like a lottery. Don't play roulette with your job seeking and your chances of livelihood because the person that gets the job has done everything in their power to make sure they get it. While you are left standing at the gate wondering why that inevitable letter or email with the word unsuccessful has arrived. See you later. Point number two. When you find a job advert that you think matches your experience, don't assume right away that this is true. Find out for sure that you can do this job. Do the research. Make it a certainty. I know that some of you look at a job and go, yes, I can do that job without really investigating it. And you go ahead and apply and don't get the job. Or you might get an interview or you may not. Stop the gambling approach with your livelihood. And to save the sorrow later on, I suggest you scrutinize everything in the job advert. This is a big key. Hopefully it has a job description attached to it and salary, hopefully. Look for the essential requirements and see if you tick all the boxes or that you mostly do. Do whatever the job ad asks you to do. If it asks you to respond to a couple of key questions about the job in a two-page document, do it. If it asks for a cover letter and CV attached, provide that. Do whatever it asks you to do, because if you don't, and there are 50 or even 200 applications for an employer to look at, the ones that have not responded to everything they have asked for in the job ad goes straight out the door without a second look. This can be unfortunate sometimes because there is often good experience in the CV or resume, but you did not provide anything else that the job asked for, not even a covering letter to explain your experience. So, see you later. Point number three, thorough research. If you're really interested in this job, scrutinize the job description or any information the employer provides and do thorough research on the organization you would be joining and the position you would be undertaking. Furthermore, and this is the big one that most people don't do, is ring the contact person on the job advert. 
hopefully you will be speaking directly to your prospective employer. It may be an ad that is managed by an agency on behalf of the employer, but tell the agency you have some questions for the employer and would like to speak to them directly. Or you would like to submit some questions and then follow up on getting responses. It's really important as you are putting yourself on the front foot straight away and may increase your chance of interview. This is generally what the successful applicant does. They show they're interested from day one. Most people don't even contact their prospective employer before interview, a big mistake. Furthermore, it's good to clarify what the role actually is. For example, a business manager could be anything from a finance role to IT or something in between, like an executive administrator of a company division. Some of you put in an application without checking beforehand, it's a waste of time. The other one is operations manager. So an operations manager comes along and says, yes, I can do that job as it looks on paper. They apply and may even get an interview based on their experience. But did they find out beforehand that the role actually requires something extra, kind of like a deputy to the employer who wants someone with vision and a strategic focus on top of the operational duties? You may say that it does not seem fair that they call it an operations manager when it is actually something else. Well, if you had called and found out from the employer, you might have saved yourself some time. A high percentage of not getting a job is based on the assumptions that are being made rather than finding out. Be as certain as you can just what it is that you are applying for and leave little or nothing to chance. The person that gets the job usually knows all about the job pretty well by the time they come in the door for the interview. They've done the research and they're able to speak as if they are already in the job. There's another big tip that makes the job winner a standout. They link their experience to the relevance of the advertised role. They provide examples that seem to fit the role. Some of you at interview only talk, of, only talk about your own experience and say nothing about the job you're going for or very little. In your examples, you very nicely cover that popular HR formula of discussing situation, task, action, result, known as STAR, as you no doubt have been coached to do in your responses. And the employer is sitting there going, well, that was interesting. It has nothing to do with this job. I would say 80 to 90% of candidates do this. They speak about themselves in the hope that it matches the job, while the person that gets the job knows they match it. Also, not speaking about the advertised position at interview gives the signal that you are not interested in this job. Not enough to find out about it and to link your experience to it. Or it may give the signal that you are lacking in confidence and only half sure about taking it on. Basically, you didn't do your homework. 
When someone asks you why you want this job, please do not say, I have just moved from another city and I'm looking for work. Well, good luck, but you didn't answer the question. Why do you want this particular job? And what you actually said is, I want a job, any job. The other thing that is a big no at interview is, can you tell me what the job entails? It sounds like you're interested, but actually it reveals that you did not bother to find out anything before you came for interview. Show interest in the work. Even if you're doing a job as a dishwasher in a restaurant, find out something about the restaurant, how long it's been running, its success and food ratings. Now that may sound ridiculous, but it does make a difference because the other guy applying for the job as a dishwasher will not have thought to research the restaurant and it gives you the edge. Furthermore, saying that this job is a step up for you might come across as appealing or self-denigrating depending on the role. If the employer wants a visionary deputy from day one, they may not want someone without that vision. You might have vision, but you'll need to spell it out. Don't humbly hide behind the door with, it's a step up. Spell everything out in your covering letter. Respond to the job ad and resume and again at interview. I don't believe there's a one size fits all resume. You might need to highlight different aspects of your experience for different roles and therefore it requires a little tweaking. Another big no is that you have cut and pasted your covering letter and CV from a previous role that you had applied for and did not bother to change any of the details. See you later. Spell out everything at interview, even if you know the people who are interviewing you. That does not mean being long-winded and giving your whole life story. Employers tend to switch off during long monologues at interview. Don't make the assumption that you will get the job just because you know them. At the other end of the scale, I have heard there's no point for going at, for a job at that organisation because it's all about who you know. It's so negative and defeatist. Please don't think that because mostly the interview process that I've seen over 25 years is above board. As I keep saying, the job winner leaves little to chance and makes no assumptions. They do the research and find real synergies between the job and their current and past experiences, and then they go for it. Finally, please don't put down referees giving you a reference who do not have, who do not know that they've been um, notified. Um, who do not know that they are your referees. Time and time again, I've seen this at all levels, right up to executive level of people not checking in with their referees before applying and again before interview, only to find that they have been given a less than positive report from these people. Unfortunately, this can happen to someone who has looked like a job winner all the way up until this point and then falls down because it reveals an appalling lack of judgment, if nothing else, in the choice of their referee. When all else fails, break the safety glass and contact me. I can take you through the process. 
and even do mock interviews with you, tighten up your application, etc. It helps to have a coach because all of a sudden you feel supported. You are focused on your strengths and goals. You need to get into the right mindset of the job and I know what a job winner looks like. It makes people feel better just to know that they have support from somewhere. I have offered support for people who have never engaged me as a coach. Just gave them a little advice and they felt supported enough and usually would get the next job. Even if it is just to ask a few questions, you may want me in your corner with your back covered. I do have a high success rate of people getting the job that they wanted under my guidance. And happy to answer your questions, which I will respond to during the next podcast and beyond. My email address again is julie at jkbrillconsulting or oneword.com.au. Thanks for listening.